Hi folks, welcome to Competitive Me and this is Aravind and today's topic is Nepal. Since we are having so many members, why we are choosing Nepal over all those members? So that's because Nepal Parliament's lawyer has recently passed an amendment, I mean constitutional amendment to redraw its political map which tried to include strategic, uh, strategic areas bordering India to its own territory. And that includes Kalabani, Lipule and Limpiadura. So these constitutional amendment passage was severely criticized by India through its diplomatic means. We are going to see about how Nepal is structured, how it's uh, you know evolved what are the cultural ties that exist between India and Nepal which has a serious, a serious impact in both the countries and why Nepal is bending towards China instead of India and what is the implication that we have towards Nepal. These are the things that we are going to discuss about Nepal and India now. So in the upcoming audios, in the same episode, we'll try to figure out what are the problems that we have in Nepal and Nepal is have in India so that it would be easier for us to you know, sort it out in a way positively in a diplomatically right stay tuned yeah now let's move on to the core issue and that is how Nepal is structured how it's you know demographic or if you take up you know a break for a second by pausing the audio and go on to the google maps to see how nepal's political map is you can see a country which is which is situated from north west to southeast in a manner rectangularly right if you can segregate it into three halves right the top one the middle one the bottom one so that's how its demographic is particularly arranged in a way that is related to its wealth so in the topmost portion that is you know bordering the china right the topmost portion of the nepal top half so that is um, where the affluent people lives and the middle is for the middle class and the lowest strata of people lives in the down belt the lower one so which is bordering india and that's where madheshis and janjadis uh, were living right so these are the people which lives i mean whose lives become more important when it comes to ties between india and nepal so as far as nepal's constitution is concerned f- uh, from you know where it started in 1948 or something like that the constitution has changed seven times in 68 years um there are many instances you know where the constitution has been you know repealed and the new constitution came into the place recently there comes the constitution which is the first constitution formed by a constituent assembly but it is not the first constituent assembly that formed the constitution. First, they, they have appointed a constituent committee in 2007, placing an interim constitution in place in 2007. 
they appointed a constituent assembly but the first constituent assembly couldn't you know um, have a constitution couldn't you know make a constitution in a proper way and they resigned and after 2012 there comes a second constituent assembly which made up this constitution which came into force in september 20 2015 right but there are some concerns related to madhesis who are the lowest strata people right the madhesis and janjadis collectively form about 40% of the nepali population but the nepal government which is you know more concerned about the power and the authority they do not want to give powers to the lowest strata people and they just want to make sure that they are not politically superior anymore as they were earlier so they try to delineate the territory demarcate the territory accordingly in their provinces so that they cannot have majority in their own provinces so this is the thing that occurred in nepal and india wanted it to be sorted out since there are many people uh, in the madheshi community uh, they have cultural ties that is uh, you know relationship marriage relationship kind of thing with indian um, citizens as well as um, it is the bordering state right we have so much of communication cultural ties with madheshis and janjadis so there are 20 districts that border india which is known as terai like out of that currently stands eight of those districts have been put together to constitute one madhesh dominated province right which is in eastern part the amendment proposal goes a step further and also take a number of districts on the western side and put them together constitute eight another madhesh majority province so there would be two provinces with madhesh majority and that's it so madheshis are protesting so that there there are there will be only two madheshis majority province right so they won't have any power to form government in nepal whatsoever so that is their problem but what are the concerns that nepalis have in this regard so if you take sikkim which is a nepal majority you know state nepali people live there um they are they were majority earlier but sikkim was you know uh, accepted as indian territories right it was included in our territory so there are fear that india would acquire nepal itself and in india would make nepal an indian territory so this is the common fear that is instilled in the minds of people by the nepalian media so this is what we have to understand in this regard so media plays an important role by supporting china not india in nepal particularly further kp sharma oli is the prime minister of india i mean prime minister of nepal now he is a strong supporter of china he even called as a stooge of china or a servant of china so that's how supportive they are it is the party in power in nepal is communist party i mean nepal communist party and um uml which is united marxist leninist they are they call themselves so that is ncp and uml so 
they rule nepal and basically it is a communist wing which obviously support china right over india and they don't want india to interfere in their own regard um as the constitution provides you know some changes in the territories and how the province would look like india sent its foreign minister jay shankar earlier in 2015 which stirred a big problem in nepal as it seems that india is trying to interfere in the affairs of nepal right by sending its foreign minister to change or amend its constitution even before you know it coming into place coming into force so this was a big problem at the time so there are certain issues that india should try to you know learn and nepal should not bend over china for any resources since nepali media is projecting china as a hero and india as a villain nepali people thinks that they can rely on china instead of india and there is a reason why the people of nepali i mean nepal citizens why the people of nepal think so it is because 2015 is a year not only the constitution you know has come into force it is the year where there is a unofficial indian blockade happened happened so there is no any proof that it was due to india but it is deliberate that it was done by india so in 2015 the essential supplies like fuel vegetables and fruits were blocked in the entrance of nepal by madheshis obviously but there is a strong belief that madheshis have been infiltrated by indian indian you know spies and all to make sure that the nepal government amends the constitution to uh, include madheshis as a you know powerful people who have the power to form government in nepal as they are you know nearly 40% of the total population which will have a positive impact in india as they have good cultural relationship with madheshis right so this is the problem that is with india nepal recently even though india is so generous in giving grants and aids towards nepal and during the disaster times like 2015 earthquake and all they do not consider india as a friend as there exists a communist government they think that china is a more reliable partner than india and india um, will try, uh, will try to include nepal into its own territory like it did in the case of sikkim so there is a belief in the minds of communist people that china is a positive neighbor and they now trying to be independent independent in the case they cannot be independent as it is a landlocked country in the himalayan range uh, sandwiched between india and china but they think that they can rely on china as they are so powerful and they will support even they started buying weapons arms and ammunition from china instead of india india even bond once like if you, uh, if nepal start you know uh, start behaving hostile towards india uh, india will be uh, i mean india will be doing certain things which would be like retaliatory measures towards 
Nepal. So it is to be noted that in international relation, even when Nepal has made an amendment in the constitution saying that the territories which earlier belongs to India belongs to us, we made a statement that there is no any historical proof that these territories belong to Nepal earlier or there is no any substantial evidence that you know the people of the particular region want to be with nepal or something so we deny that claim and it still belong to india it's what india said there is no any retaliatory military measures taken by india and even military generals said that we had a good tie with nepal earlier and we will continue to have such tie with nepal in the coming future is what said by military general so a civilized country, evolved country like India should always have a mindset keeping the diplomatic ties between the countries, right? So this is in the case of India and Nepal. We cannot, you know, trust these kind of behavior of Nepal since even when there is a common drill in SARC occurred, Nepal failed to send its members to SARC. You know, there are hostility around India, like Pakistan, our neighbor, is hostile towards us. Though there is Afghanistan in the north side, it is not in practical map, right? So, it is in Pakistan-occupied Kashmir, POK region. There is no any relation with Afghanistan whatsoever, and even Woboris crosses through it. So, we must consider trying to keep good relationship with neighbors so that we can avoid hostility and create peace in the world. Thank you.